0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Today's show is loaded. Ryan Clark, what did he say about Kirk Cousins? We're going to find out. Cam Jordan took a shot at Kirk Cousins. Why? Stefan Diggs? Again? It can't be. But there's something more to this one. Because this Stephon Diggs is not what Stefan Diggs of Minnesota was. We're going to talk about all of that. As well as Justin Jefferson showed up to training camp or minicamp next on the Ron Johnson Show.
1: Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field in the broadcast booth. Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now.
0: Hey everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota Today's show, I'm. I woke up and I just don't understand. Like, there's a 50 Cent meme, and I don't know if you guys seen it, but 50 Cent's like wiping his eyes, and then he looks at the camera. He's like, "What do he say, f me for?" Like, I feel like Kirk Cousins wakes up every day like he's 50 Cent. He might be hanging upside down doing abs right now because we know people think he has a dad bob. People are coming after him. Kirk Cousins is taking shots for no reason. There's nothing Kirk has done or said. He hasn't asked for more money, but everybody's taking a shot at Kirk Cousins. You got Ryan Clark. You got Cam Jordan. I mean, what is going on? The biggest story should be Stefan Diggs not showing up to camp, but no, 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 no. It's Kirk Cousins. The biggest story should be Diggs and Josh Allen might not get along, but no, it's Kirk Cousins who has done nothing. I'll tell you this. Cam Jordan his his thoughts on slow versus the right decision decision fast versus the right decision uh, and then slow versus the wrong decision and fast versus the right decision. Those are four options you have. He put Kirk Cousins, of course, slow decision maker, but he makes the right decision. We're going to break down some of these stats. I don't know if they're slow, right decisions. There are some moments. And Ryan Clark, I mean, I have a text from Ryan Clark because Ryan Clark was going to come on the show. But then Ryan Clark says something funny about, uh, look, I said what I said and I'm done. I'm not talking about Kirk Cousins no more. But, and then he said, but, this is what I will say if you want to answer. He said answer, and that's in the text. I'm going to give you guys his answer in a little bit because Ryan Clark did answer me about why he thinks Kirk Cousins is what Kirk Cousins is, which he said wasting Justin Jefferson's talent. We'll talk about why he thinks Kirk Cousins is wasting Justin Jefferson's talent because he did text me an answer. And I and I, and I can't do it just... I'm going to read it verbatim. I, I, just me ad-libbing it, I can't do it any justice. But I do have a Ryan Clark from ESPN text message about Kirk Cousins. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com backslash locked on to get started today. And I've been seeing some ridiculous parlays out there I mean some absolutely ridiculous I made a couple bets I hit on some I lost some but 10-5 bucks nothing but the big one of course we know I I picked the Nuggets over the Lakers that paid me out on FanDuel Uh, I did use my no sweat first bet so make sure you guys take advantage of that but I did see some people pick like three champions I think Connecticut uh, to win college maybe or something like that and then they picked uh, the Nuggets to win and then they picked like uh, the avalanche from last year to win, so it was like a carryover parlay uh, from the 2022 season that put NBA in it. The dude I think bet like 125 bucks or something and won like eighty thousand dollars. Now the other guy did a similar bet; he could have won seventy five thousand dollars, but he cashed out. He cashed out before the Nuggets because he just didn't think the Nuggets would win. Similar to me. You guys know that. I've been saying that. I didn't think the Nuggets were going to take it, and that's why I apologize. That's what my testimony was in yesterday. And as I bring Sam Ekstrom to the show, there's no reason for the slander, as I said, Sam. Uh, Here's where I go with this, Sam. And I'm, 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 I'm going to pay off the teaser, early because for those that went over to the show after you saw the code open, the cool open on Twitter, this might have brought you to the Ron Johnson Show. So I, I thank you for joining us today. If you're coming over from Twitter or Instagram and you like the monologue, I appreciate you guys for joining us. Also, uh, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get in your podcast. Thanks for joining us today. And then, of course, if you're on YouTube, good morning. But, Sam, here's where I go with this. Ryan Clark's text. And this is what he said. I said, Ryan, hey, man, saw your uh ESPN deal. I put some laughing emojis because I want him to know I'm not serious about this. I don't know. You guys know this, man. If I was a Troy fan line guy, I'd be over here fighting for, for Jared Goff. Um, but this is where I go. I said, uh, if you got time in the next couple weeks, man, let me know. We could talk about Kirk Cousins. He said, yeah, let's do it. But he said, but he said, hey, bro, I said it once and I'm done with it. So that's the whole Kirk Cousins thing. And then I followed up with. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, let's let's ignore the Kirk talk. Let's just talk about the NFL Thursday night football games and how players are taken to it. Being a father of a college football player, which he is his sons at uh, Arizona State doing a great job at safety. Uh, Where's that? Uno out there at Arizona State. Um, And and here's what he said, though. He said answer with uh, colons. So this was his answer to that. Because I said I said, uh, let's talk about what Kirk Cousins has to do to change your mind. Your mind is the ESPN analyst, Ryan Clark. What does Kirk Cousin to do to change your mind? This is very simple what he said. Answer. Not be what he always been. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, that's what he said, though. So I'm gonna fix it and put some good grammar in this. Uh, we know people when we text each other, man. We we speed through, we don't always text form, you know, great text messages. But my boy, this is what my boy was trying to say. He cannot be what he's always been. The evidence says I'm right. That was on Ryan Clark's response. The evidence of Kirk Cousins, what he's done, says that I'm right. And this is what he said. And you have to go back and watch. Watch Ryan Clark. I think he's going to post it on social media today, probably. ESPN might post, but it's on. I think I sent Sam the tweet, so it's on social media already. Mm-hmm. Um, But this is where, and maybe Sam can can overlay that video in there. We will see. If not, you guys can just go to Instagram and Twitter. If it pops up on the show, great. But here's where I go with this. Ryan Clark has a point of the Giants game, the fourth down, you know, because he's like, hey, you got Justin Jefferson out there. You got T.J. Hawkinson out there. You got Dalvin Cook out there. And then you dump it off on fourth down for your life, for your season. You dump it off on fourth down. So I get that. But what was the play call? And honestly, man, when the season ends, I don't watch film from the last game because I'm not a player. I don't care. Like when the season's done, I'm done. I move on. My kids are in winter sports, so I move on to my daughter's basketball for my eight-year-old, and I move on to, to winter softball and a little bit of club volleyball. So I don't go back and watch the tape. Now, maybe at some point I will because we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that play, Sam, on this show at some point. And I wonder how open Justin Jefferson was. How open was TJ Hawkinson? Now, he doesn't, Justin Jefferson we know it doesn't have to be wide open because he, he wasn't against the, different, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Just throw it up. Give him a chance. You check it down on fourth down. Your percentage of Breaking tackles, converting a fourth and long, probably his way. I don't know. Five percent mm-hmm. chances of throwing a deep ball to Justin Jefferson, he's going to catch it one handed. Now, granted, if I was a normal human being, I would say about the same percentage double, triple covered, one hand. You got a two, three, maybe five percent chance. Getting, it's Justin Jefferson. I'm giving him 50 50. You throw it up to Justin Jefferson in triple coverage with one hand is 50 50. With two hands, it's probably 75-25. Like he has a 75% chance of catching it with two hands with three people on him. Yeah. Maybe or, or get a PI, 25. too. Might or get, get a pass interference. interference. Maybe yeah. get a pass interference because the refs are going to one extend this game. Uh, we know that some of these places that post the games, You remember the old, uh, and they're not a sponsor. I can't say their name, but you guys remember that commercial? The old commercial of that company. Uh, every time something happens, they hit a button. And then something happens in the game and they extend the game and the fans go crazy. Like they blew the blew a fan and it pushed the field goal right. And then everybody cheered because they didn't have to go home. They got to keep watching the game from the establishment. So we know that that could have happened. It could have been a, a something to extend that game, to give Kirk Cousins more of a chance, make make TV more, more exciting, more exciting. And so, and I don't know how much more you can make football exciting because we already saw some exciting games, but I get that. That's where Ryan Clark goes with that. Now the Cam Jordan piece, Cam Jordan said, you can make fast right decisions. You can make fast wrong decisions. And that's where I'm gonna, I want you to do those. I want you to do it fast. Regardless, if you write or wrong, do it fast. You can make slow wrong decisions, you won't be on the team. Or you can make slow right decisions, and then he said, we call those Kirk Cousins. Like Kirk Cousins woke up like what? <laughs> What, what, he, what did what did what he say F me for? What did I do? What, what, why is he mad at me? Like what? Why is Cam Jordan? Kirk Cousins is not even in his division now. Yes, we know there's been some some playoff moments where Kirk Cousins has sent Cam Jordan home, but the Minneapolis Miracle had nothing to do with Kirk Cousins. So you can't be too mad about that. Be mad about Sean Payton and his overzealous skull chant early. But I, again, another bullet at Kirk Cousins for no reason. This this is where I go before I th- turn over to you, Sam. Mm-hmm. My thought on this is. I get it because Pac-Man jo- and another Kirk Cousins called a Pac-Man Jones straight bullet this week, too. That's his third bullet. Like, that's why I feel like that's why I, I don't know if you saw my tweet was I'm, I'm like, Kirk Cousins is, is making a hit list, you know, like the dude from Happy Gilmore. Like, he's, he's putting lipstick on his basement. He's making a hit list. Like, all right, Kim Jordan. All right, Ryan Clark. All right, Pac-Man Jones. These are all the people that when I, when I, when I do something ridiculous this year, if I show up shirtless, I'm going to have fake tats on my chest with bullets and their names on it or something. I don't know. Like Kirk's not that guy, though. But that would be a great – like, that would be a great plane ride. Of, or just, like, he has an actual list, and every time he does something again, he crosses another guy off. Like, killed his idea. Killed. Look at that fast decision. Killed him. Um, but, again, that's not Kirk Cousins. That would be Cam, Cam Newton. Cam Newton would definitely be petty like that. I could see Cam Newton doing that because he's super uh, social media petty. Uh, but Kirk is not. Not, not yet, at least. And, and that's what I just, I just I don't understand like Pac-Man Jones saying he has no cojones on the Pat McAfee show when I was on uh, Cam Jordan at a, a, a passing camp for pass rushers, a pass rushing camp. And you threw a bullet at Kirk Cousins for no reason. And then Ryan Clark, I get it because you guys are talking about Justin Jefferson and, uh, and the Vikings and that just came up on your docket. And your thought is Kirk Cousins is wasting Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne and, and, and T.J. Hawkinson's career. Um, I don't. I don't think wasted word Ryan's my boy. So I feel like everybody does have an opinion. I'm always fine with everybody's opinions. Um, But this is what I'll say. I don't know if he's wasting it. He's about to get this man paid. Absolutely paid. Um, Now wasting as far as like not going to win a Super Bowl because he did say Super Bowl purgatory. But has any quarterback here ever won a Super Bowl? Dante Culpepper. I think we thought he was good enough. He didn't do it. Uh, Brett Favre. He thought he was good enough. He didn't do it. Maybe it's not the quarterback. Maybe the Vikings are just cursed. They went to four Super Bowls, and they lost them. They're the Buffalo Bills. Like, so, and speaking of the Buffalo Bills, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs in the next segment. But, Sam, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Kirk Cousins catching all these straight bullets, man?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that Kirk Cousins, he, he we've always said this about Kirk. He's the type of quarterback that needs really good circumstances around him. He probably is not like in, in this sense, Ryan Clark is right. He is not the kind of quarterback that is going to overcome bad defenses, bad coaching, um, bad offensive line play. He's just, he, he isn't. Um, And only a few are in the league. Mahomes, uh, Allen, Rodgers, Brady, like Breeze, Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers overcome that stuff. Most quarterbacks don't. Um, and if you look back at Kirk Cousins' time in Minnesota, Ryan Clark's point is, is that he he had prime Thielen, prime Diggs, prime Rudolph, prime Dalvin, prime Jefferson, um, and couldn't get it done. Prime Hawkinson, and couldn't get True. it done. Um, and I think I can look back at Kirk Cousins' six years, and I can say, well, he had, uh, you know what? Coach he didn't really get along with there. He's had some really three straight bad defenses and pretty bad offensive line play the whole time. Like all the stuff that good but not elite quarterbacks are have a hard time overcoming. And I think Kirk Cousins has improved. He's shown stuff. He's shown cojones, Pac-Man. He's shown that he can win games in the fourth quarter and win in mm-hmm. prime time. Like he has started to do all those things, mm-hmm. but I just don't know if he's going to transform himself into a quarterback that can overcome uh, some of those other negative negative pieces. And that's a lot of quarterbacks, you know. To CC to, to Ryan Clark, um, that's Matt Ryan, right? That, that was until Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. That was him too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that if if the stars aligned. I think Kirk Cousins could pull a Matt Stafford and win a Super Bowl. Um, is this the year it's going to happen with a, with a pretty rough-looking defense on paper? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. This on paper um, – they're not paper champions. But I think that's the good thing. Because when you have a paper champions type of team, like the Buffalo Bills thought, you know, when they had – they had Von Miller and they had all these pieces, um, it, it creates expectations. And when your expectations don't meet your reality – you get where you're at. The Buffalo Bills had a paper champion. They had Stephon Diggs. They had Josh Allen with a new contract. They had – they bought in defense or uh, 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 mercs to absolutely just come in and say, look, this is your job. Get up to the quarterback. Help us out. And on paper, everybody's like, oh, man, the Buffalo – era. I mean, I picked the Buffalo Bills. I'm like, they're going back. They're going to overcome. They're going to win. And then look what happened. And now, because of the expectations that were set, and we're going to talk about that, they, they, they did not – Get what they wanted out of it. I guarantee there were some frustrations, there was some pissed offness. Um, and that's what you see boiling over to this offseason where the team says they're worried. when you have to say I'm worried publicly about a receiver, and then we'll talk about Stefan Diggs because he did post uh, subliminal messages. That's what my tweets about. That's three Ron Johnson on Twitter, as you see. Um, but Stefan Diggs loves to post subliminal messages and i'll read my poem that i think stefan diggs tweets and then i'm going to give you the reaction no matter what stefan diggs says the buffalo bills reaction is going to be and minnesota vikings fans you know this we've been there (laughs) we've been sitting on pins and needles with every stefan diggs post wondering what does this mean and what did it mean he wanted out and when he got out he left in a hurry he apologized later saying i didn't handle it right i'm going to grow up from this and then justin jefferson comes in and all is well the vikings fans are fine Now, if they had gotten nothing against them, but I do feel like if they had taken, uh, if the Eagles had taken, I mean, imagine if the Eagles had taken Justin Jefferson. Can you imagine that? And then they still would have got Jalen Hurts because it was late in the second round. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness. Justin Jefferson, Jalen Jalen Hurts. Oh my goodness. Like that would have been unfair. That would have been unfair like, I mean, they now they did add A.J. Brown, which shows you why it's kind of unfair. But Justin Jefferson makes it even more unfair. I think he's better than A.J. Brown, uh, but A.J. Brown wouldn't believe that. They are both pretty good, though. A.J. Brown's different. He's stronger. He's bigger. He's a little bit tougher. But, um, and when I say tougher, I mean, like, he runs through people. He He's a bully sometimes. Um, Justin Jefferson is more of a gazelle. He floats. Um, different type of skill sets. But I think it would have been ridiculous. But then if the Vikings fans had gotten Jalen Rager, nothing against Jalen Rager, I don't think we're having this conversation that was an even trade. I think we would have forever looked at that as like, man, I can't believe we did this. Like, why did we do that? Why did we trade Stefan Diggs? Why didn't we get rid of, cause then people would have been saying, why did we get rid of Kirk cousins? Maybe that would have made them happy. You know, the B- Buffalo bills are not getting rid of Josh Allen. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if there is turmoil between Allen and, and Diggs and they can't work it out, Diggs is going to go. I also believe the Buffalo bills are a little bit tougher um, as far as an organization, they're not going to cave in. I think they would rather let him just sit and not give him to somebody for free. Um, but that's just me. Who knows? DeAndre Hopkins is out there. Maybe they sign D-Hop and move on from Stephon Diggs. Who knows? Um, I don't know how much guarantee is in there. Maybe if Stephon Diggs doesn't show up, he breaches the contract and get rid of him without owning the money. So there's all that. My guess is there's a deadline. He has to show up if he wants to get his money. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk about that in the next segment. But to to put a bow on this one, Sam, before we get out of this first segment, I like Ryan Clark's comment. He has to be what he's not. What has he been? He's been conservative. He hasn't, after the the first play breaks down, he hasn't been great, uh, which I understand where Cam Jordan's going with that. He's not saying Kirk Cousins doesn't make the right decision. He's just saying he's slow. It's slow developing, meaning if something breaks down, and like you said that, like the Pat Mahomes thinking on the run, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen, you know, doing things quick. Jalen Hurts, where you're like, whoa, like, how did he do that? Getting up out of a thing and flipping a guy and then stepping up. Michael Vick. Michael Vick used to make a ton of plays on the run. Um, I think that's where he's looking. I personally don't know if Kirk Cousins will ever be a quick twitch type of quarterback. I just don't think his mind moves that way. But now, can you be trained that way? Possibly. I don't know if Kevin O'Connell can give it to him. Um, some, Some things just have to be in you. You can't go get them. I know you guys play... Uh, all these video games, Call of Duty, whatever. You can just put on all these different skins and you can buy all these different uh, weapons. You can't do that. You can't put on the armor of quick thought. You can't put on the armor of if a guy hits me and now I can't make my first read, where's my second read? I know my third read right away and I'm running and I'm about to throw it and dive sideways and make that throw and end up a legend on ESPN. You don't have that. That's just in Pat Mahomes. It's in them. And so for Kirk Cousins to change the narrative, I don't personally think I don't know if he can, but what I do know he can do is throw the ball well. He can hit the open receiver and he can win football games. And so if Kirk Cousins goes through this slow thinking process and he wins the Super Bowl or at least gets deep in the playoffs, I don't think Kirk Cousins cares. But I think Ryan Clark and Cam Jordan, they have a right to their opinion. I understand where they're saying. It's not like it's not uh it's not erroneous. Like they do have a point, but it's like, why is Kirk Cousins catching slander and strays for no reason this offseason? I guess this is the off season. My word of the day for Wednesday, my Wednesday word of the day is slander because that's what Kirk Cousins is catching. It's slander. And we're going to talk about a little bit of slander next, but
1: we have a word from our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do, Ron. It is FanDuel Sportsbook, it's the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. NBA's done, NHL's done. But FanDuel moves on, presses on. They've got hundreds of lines on Major League Baseball. The U.S. Open is starting tomorrow. You can wager on the winner of the U.S. Open. They've got great promotions as well at FanDuel, including the No Sweat First Bet. New customers get up to $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. They've got other great promotions as well, like Odds Boosters. There are so many ways to wager at FanDuel. It's the best place to bet this summer. Check it out at fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel.com slash locked on and the FanDuel Sportsbook app as well, which is safe, secure, easy to use, and pays you instantly when you win. It's FanDuel. Make every moment more.
0: Well, we must continue on as a loaded show today. As I said, in, in the, 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 the takes just fall from the sky. Stefan Diggs doing what he did. That just That was a gift from the sky. Here's a little show gift for you. Uh, Justin Jefferson showing up to camp. Another gift from this guy. Uh, Ryan Clark. Thanks for jumping on ESPN. I appreciate you. Cam Jordan gifts from this guy. Word of the day on a word or word Z Wednesday slander. There's some slander out there and the slander actually is headed in the, in the direction of Stefan Diggs. Now, granted it's, it's corporate slander. It's not like the, but the Buffalo bills didn't cam Jordan and Ryan Clark, this thing. They didn't, they didn't slander Stefan Diggs the way they slandered Kirk Cousins, but they did slander him by kind of saying, I'm worried about him. They threw it out there so it's in his court now. Because they could have just said, uh, like, like the Vikings, it was with, with Justin Jefferson, oh, he's just, he's just taking time away. You know, he'll be back. Uh, he's just resting up. He'll be back. They didn't do all that. They missile right at him. He's not here. We're worried. Then they asked Josh Allen, I love Stefan Diggs. I want him here. But I know there were some things this season that could have went better. Um, I wouldn't say we have personality issues, so clearly there is one. Um, but yeah, you don't say that if they like nobody even asked you that. Like literally, nobody asked you that. Like that's literally offering too much information. Nobody asked you if like what the issue was. Just say we're worried about it. We hope he comes back. We're looking forward to seeing. Uh, but the, you know, we're working on that internally. Done. I'm I'm just here. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Move on, Marshawn Lynch. This thing. They threw a direct missile at Stefan Diggs in his camp to say it's in your court. They know what's wrong. You now have to be a man and come deal with this. Don't just sit at home and tweet and take pictures and be a model and all this stuff. Come take pictures. Come be a part of this. Because you saw Stefan Diggs' photo shoot. He said, you know, I'm just trying to be me and uh, deal with this world. and some stuff, stuff. So clearly something's going on. Like if you go to Stefan Diggs' uh, latest social media post, it, it's him. And I'm pulling it up now. But it's him doing like this, this Vogue type of photo shoot. Like, and we know he's a model, you know, and the video says uh, coming from a place of peace. So coming from a place of peace, he's he's in his shoulder pads with no shirt. He's in his football pants. He has some old cleats. And then he ends up in a blue jean jacket after that. Then he ends up with some baggy shorts. So I don't know if he's saying like, I'm a football player and a model. I don't know what the message is. Um, But clearly there's something. Cause then the next one says, Finding ways to articulate the feelings I'm going through with a red balloon. Now, I don't know what the red balloon is because I'm not up on kids slander and slang. Um, maybe Stefan Days created some with the red balloon. But I do know uh, one of the red balloons is from, and I've never actually seen this movie. So, Sam, I'm with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one with the thing, the it, you know, when it's in the sewer? Like, doesn't he have a red balloon that he's trying to entice kids with?
1: So I, I know I know what you're referencing. Yeah, there's a balloon out in a Pin sewer, but I've not whatever. seen I've not seen the
0: movie. See, we're together on this, Sam. So we can come together on this. See, there's there look at us. Look who, thought. Who, who, who thought we'd be here? There's unity there, Sam. I haven't really ever watched it either. But I know Pennywise, I think, is the, the, the little clown or whatever, which now I kind of want to watch it. But I don't know if I should because then I'm going to be scared of sewers. But there's a red balloon there. So I don't know if Stefan Diggs said he tried to get somebody trying to entice him with a balloon into a sewer, which maybe it's the Buffalo Bills. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Then the next one said, if I had a to these would go here, which is a fake Instagram. Uh, you know. And then it's, it's him hanging out and partying. Now, when you go to his story, and he might have taken it down. Nope, he didn't take it down. It's still up there. He said, and this was 14 hours ago. So 14 hours ago, Sam would have been what? Yesterday afternoon ish, give or take. Yesterday, uh, yeah. yeah, evening like six. Yeah, so after Seven after o'clock. Buffalo Bills, yeah, after Buffalo yep. Bills camp, he posted on his Instagram. I just be letting people cap. For those at home, the definition of that is. I just let people, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the Stefan Diggs translator for you guys today. I'm just going to let people tell the story about me that's not real. I'm gonna let people lie. I'm just gonna let them lie. Then it says, if them lies, so we kind of told you what cap means. If them lies help you sleep better, tell them big dog. So that's kind of self-explanatory, but, he just, but he's just basically saying, look, if you want to keep lying about what's really going on, if you really want to like just keep telling the media this, go ahead. Now, he can say this has nothing to do with his team. He can say this has nothing to do with Josh Allen or the coach. Uh, I'm guessing Big Dog is, is, is Josh Allen because I don't think the coach said too much besides I'm worried. Um, I, I just don't feel like this is random. Like, Stephon Diggs is not a random person. We know that from experience, from years before. Great guy. I love Stefan Diggs. I loved him on the team. I understand this. I understand because he's saying, like, if I respond, then I'm the bad guy. So I'm going to just let y'all tell y'all stories. You know, like I love all those like Batman Joker movies and all those like one liners where Batman kind of says, you know, you either live long enough to be the villain or you die a hero. And I think that's what Stefan Diggs is. He's he's living long enough that eventually he's going to become the villain again because you're going to make it about me not being there. You're going to say that like you guys want to work it out, but I don't. And there's a bigger there's something bigger going on that is nobody saying like with the Minnesota Vikings. For those that don't know, it wasn't just what people thought. It wasn't just like, oh, he's not happy with the team. He was ha- he was unhappy with how they handled him internally. Like there were some people doing some things uh, that could have been racially motivated. Uh, he felt like there were people that didn't listen to maybe, you know, because they treated him like a younger guy. Um, there was a lot of stuff that he felt like they didn't back him until it was too late. And then by the time he started trying to back me, I've already told you the issues I have. And so Josh Allen did say like, we know there's some things, That he needs to be involved in within his team, the organization, the game plan, uh, the the decisions being made. Like he wants to be bought in more as a piece of the puzzle, like Josh Allen, because quarterbacks tend to have a seat at the table when it comes to management. Quarterbacks like Tom Brady, we know that, like Brett Favre, um, you know, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, these guys are bought to the table. Aaron Rodgers, well, Aaron Rodgers wanted to be bought to the table. It was too late, but they want to be bought to the table with management. And 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 Stefan Diggs, I'm guessing, was like, like, why is Josh Allen in these meetings and not me? Why don't I know what's going on? And so I think that's that's what this is about. Like that was his story. Um, and then the next next what he posted was my phone been on silent for like six years. I don't even play with all them sounds and stuff. I don't know what that one is. I'm guessing, you know, he's just trying to let people know, look, look, man, like y'all could call me, y'all could text me. My phone's been silent. Like, I'm not, I'm not responding to your messages because Chris Thomason probably texted him because that's what Chris Thomason does. Like hey Stefan care to comment? <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: he's got every number in his Rolodex. Thompson right? does.
0: I mean, he probably asked Harrison Smith, "Hey, what do you think about Stefan Diggs?" And Harrison Smith sent him another picture of Prince like on a boat. <laughs> like, bro, leave me alone. <laughs> or Prince on a horse like, dude, you're in Denver. Go worry about the Broncos. But um or the guy from Old Spice, I'm on a horse.
1: <laughs> like
0: But basically, man, like like my thoughts on this is Stefan Diggs, it, it, he, we know he's emotional. He's been emotional. It's okay. But we do know he's going through something. You don't just miss and create this without some serious stuff going on. Like I heard internally from the Vikings of what was going on for Stefan Diggs. I talked to some people uh, who, are, who, are, who are not here anymore. So I can say this now. They're gone. Um, some teammates. Uh, there was some other stuff going on with Stephon Diggs that 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 he probably didn't want to bring up, and the team wanted to bury, and that's why they traded him and moved on, because it wasn't gonna work. Like some of the stuff that happened, and it wasn't it wasn't specifically Zimmer, it was past offensive coordinator. If you think about all the coordinators that might have come across Stephon Diggs, and, and and some of the comments that might have been made towards Stephon Diggs, and maybe the way they treated some of the things he did, um, it just he just felt he didn't feel protected in those moments, and that's why he wanted to go. And there was nothing Rick Spillman could do at that point because they never really trust or believed him. And then it, then it was too late. And I think that's where the Buffalo Bills are headed. If there's something really wrong with Stefan Diggs, understand him, go fly out to see him, find out what's really going on, and then deal with it. But don't force his hand where you're trying to say he needs to come talk to us. We're handless internally, uh, you know, but we care about you. We love Stefan Diggs. We want you here. Go go see him. Just say no comment. Uh, he's, he's, he'll be here for training camp like, and move on. They threw a dagger, though, and now he's got to defend himself, but he probably won't, and he's going to become the bad guy. He's going to become the bad guy this offseason because now Vikings fans are going to say, I told you so. I knew this was going to happen. Like, in all these polls, when you when your ex-girlfriend's acting up with her new boyfriend and you told the guy not to date her, like, all that stuff's going to pop up. We know that. But I don't know, Sam, what are your thoughts? Like, Stephon Diggs, like, mm-hmm. where, where is this going with the Buffalo Bills, Stephon?
1: Diggs? Yeah, yeah. Um- so I don't think Stefan Diggs is completely in the wrong, nor do I think he's totally absolved of responsibility here. And I thought the same way with the Vikings. Um, Stefan Diggs is emotional. He wears it on his sleeve. But when you're playing this highly emotional game where stuff goes wrong all the time, you lose games. You don't get targeted when you want to. You, you have to play hurt. Um, there's, there's politics involved. You're part of a huge organization. There's hundreds of people. You're not going to like all of them. Yeah. You're not going to get along. People are going to say stupid stuff. So, Ron, you're a former wide receiver. You've been in mm-hmm. gonna been his shoes. Stuff's going to go wrong in your his shoes well. Are, yeah,
0: <laughs> I've never had 77 million dollars offered to me.
1: <laughs> Fair but no, enough. I know. I know where you're going. I but, know where you're but, going. But but yeah. yeah, like stuff's stuff's going to happen. Adversity's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that it's healthier the way he's handling it, which is to basically make everybody walk on eggshells mm-hmm. around you? Or like, do you, do you kind of, do you have to bury some stuff? Do you have to compartmentalize a little bit. How, what do you think is the, the way to handle that?
0: Well, I'll say this quick before we get, uh, we, we got to move on to the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes each. I uh, do have a, a, a audible to throw in this daily three. Kind of mm-hmm. gave Sam a heads up on this audible. Uh, I have an audible coming up in the daily three. Looking forward to that. Omaha just had to work on it. <clears throat> hot route, hot route, hot route. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, but getting ready for my audible and in, in the daily three, but that's three questions, maybe two minutes each today. Get out of here quick. Uh, but Sam, this is what I'll say real quick. I think Stefan Diggs. Uh, there's a couple of different ways to handle it. One, maybe show up to minicamp or you know and don't do anything, just show up. Um, you know, you could lie and say my back's tight, my hamstrings sore, something. You know, uh, back tight is easy because you can you can. There's no weird way to know. Also, people don't expect hamstring. They're going to ask you to get over there and do treatment, all that other stuff. You don't want to just beat up your hamstring. Nothing's really wrong with them. But your back, ice it, you ice it anyway. Just ice it or whatever. Oh, I got a short shoulder. Maybe ice that. Maybe they want to get a fake MRI. I don't know. You could show up. Mm-hmm. Making people uncomfortable, yeah, that's tough. Because when you walk back in the locker room now, it is going to be one of those. Like, well, we can't say this, we can't say that, because Stefan Diggs might get upset. But I don't know what the issue is. That's the problem. We don't really know what the actual issue is. So right. we can't speculate. Like, it could be literally, I hate to say this, but this is the world we live in. It could be some disrespectful BS. Absolutely disrespectful BS. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? We don't know. We don't really know what it is. And that's, that's the problem. Uh, we don't know where it stands. We don't know what happened after they lost. Because when, when they lose games, cooler heads do not prevail. That's the problem with this world. Um I know I think at one point I think Stefan Diggs has stared down Josh Allen like are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? Like I, I feel like that happened last season.
1: Well the Josh playoff kinda... game Diggs was was yelling on the yeah. sideline and if you I mean we're we're yeah don't want to speculate too much but if you read the gossip websites or the tweets it sounds like Josh Allen might have been a little distracted might have been having some some lady trouble. Ahead of that game and there's some there's some stuff written about what Josh Allen was going through. Mm. Maybe Stefan Diggs didn't take too uh too well to that.
0: Yeah. It may be, maybe. Uh we know it's always about bros first. So we know that. Bros come first. And so maybe Stefan Diggs wasn't happy with that. Maybe he knows he was distracted. Maybe the tablet was supposed to have the plays and it was his it was his Instagram and he was looking at messages from his girl. Like who knows? Who Slide knows was on that DMs. tablet? Maybe he was sliding in the DMs and, and you know mad about his girls, other dudes sliding his girls' DMs. Who knows? But we do know some of this stuff is real. Mental health is real. Uh, people get put in very pressure situations. They get paid a lot of money to deal with that. But sometimes people do need a, a time away. Uh, look at the players that walk away from the game because of mental health, or they just are sick of it. And they're like, look, I'm just gonna retire. Like I'm healthy, I'm done. Like look at Megatron. He was tired of the Lions. He was mentally fed up with the Lions and walked away um And people were saying like he could have been the greatest receiver ever. When you look at statistically what he could have done in the next, like he had, I mean, look at his body still. He probably could have played like Jerry Rice till he was forty. You know what I mean? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like Larry Fitzgerald at least. Like he could have played like Larry was 37 38 Megatron could have for sure did that because he wasn't an injury-prone guy. He was an absolute monster of a man, and he wasn't known for having to run. You know, like do too much. Like it, it was like you're you're gonna double cover me. I'm still running deep. Like. He he wasn't a guy that took a lot of unnecessary hits because I mean he, even though he was big he didn't have to go across the middle because he was fast he was like a he literally was Megatron he was the ridiculous robot that was bigger than everybody um but yeah but Stefan Diggs man like I I pray for him too I hope I hope he's doing well I hope whatever is going on they work it out because even though I'm not a, a Buffalo Bills fan I'm a Stefan Diggs fan and, and I do want him to do well in this uh, and I hope they move on from this but we got to move on speaking of that people. SiriusXM, XM, it's great. You got to jump on it. But the Twins beat the Brewers in the first border battle. And now the Brewers are back this afternoon at 1210. You can catch every pitch of the Twins' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM XM on the SXM app. Just search Twins. And we got to go get that axe. Oh, wait, no, wrong team. Wrong team, people. <laughs> I don't know what they got to get. They got to get something from the Storm Brewers. Storm the
1: field if they win today. Storm the field.
0: Storm the field and bring out, bring out axes anyway. Like, bring out an axe anyway. Like, just just overdo the border battle. I do like the Twins social media team. Then after they beat them, they show the sliding scales, and I like this Brewer slide. So they were petty as that, too. So I'm all for the petty border battle stuff. But it's time to move on to the daily three. That's three questions. We're going to go one minute each today. speed this up. Take it away, Sam.
1: All right. From OTAs yesterday, Josh Metellus, Ron. He continues to show out. He's been ahead of Lewis Seen on the depth chart this spring. That's great for Metellus, but mm-hmm. what do you think this means for Lewis Seen this season, Ron, if he's still kind of the fourth safety in OTAs?
0: Well, I don't think he's 100% healthy yet. So that's first. We'll see how training camp goes because training camp will go. How much, we'll see how much pounding he puts on that body, how much that leg can take. Because uh, just running right now with no pads on, that's easy. But when you got to start, like people got to start diving at your legs. Your legs are going to get hit when you get into the pile to make a tackle. Like, how is that leg really doing? And I think that's part of it. Uh, Josh Metellus, though, I tell you this people lose their job to injury all the time. Josh Metellus can't bind him. He, you know, he balled out. Uh, Josh Metellus had a great season last year. He played well. There was, I mean, he was on our show. He was not a lot of mistakes. He was a great special teams guy. So, again, he was at Michigan. Josh Metellus went to a big time school. So, it's one of those things where he could be the next and Harris for all we know. Josh Metellus could come out of nowhere, become a, a a starter for the Vikings at some point, and then move on to another team or maybe get a contract here. Or it's Josh Metellus and, and Cam Bynum when Harrison Smith finally moves on. Um, it, It's one of those things where, where Lewis seen it, it's tough to say it that way, but you, you don't want to lose your job to injury, but that happens. So I, I think right now he's going to be down there until they get to training camp and see how the tackling goes. I don't know. What are your thoughts? You were out there.
1: It, yeah, I mean Metellus. Every single time I'm out there, they're they're using him in three safety looks. They've got him in the box, so he's almost like a third linebacker slash nickel. Um, they're using him in that that big safety role, and that mm-hmm. he seems like he's really integrated into what they're doing with that first team defense. So, props to him. Um, and that's it, it shows you what Flores is gonna gonna look for. Uh, yeah. he's looking for versatile, strong defensive backs that can kind of Move around the field and be mm-hmm. versatile. And Metellus kind of fits the bill. So Metellus could be the the wild card here on this defense.
0: And that's crazy because I said Louis Seen would be the big nickel. Like I thought he would be the yeah. big safety to come in and help. But, you know, Josh Metellus has that role right now. Like, again, mm-hmm. training camp, we'll see many, or uh, preseason. Because I'm guessing Metellus and Scene will probably be your starters late in the preseason and see how much they get, you know, see who outplays who. Yeah. Uh, maybe both make the team. Because we know Cam Bynum can play in the nickel. We know Cam Bynum can actually cover linebacker or sorry tight ends and, and running back. So who knows what Brian Flores is going to do, but we'll see. Um, Sam, time for the Audible. We're gonna oh. throw away, we're gonna throw away play number three. Throw it away. Can, can, can. Can, can, can. We're gonna can play number three. Play number two. You're gonna go to three. Play, drop your, drop it on the mask. Drop, 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 drop. Hot rock. Hot rock. Omaha. Number two, Sam. Flipping the script. All right. To you, Daily Three. You got one minute. You were out at at minicamp. Justin Jefferson ran onto the field. That was one of the big stories. But what else was the vibe out there? What was some other things that caught your eye during uh, veteran minicamp?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't want Ryan Clark to hear this part. I don't want Cam Jordan to hear this part. But there was a situational drill where the offense had to drive the field and win the game with a minute left. Kirk Cousins threw just a little check down. He was just trying to throw a check down to Alexander Madison. And he threw it right to Jordan Hicks for an inter- a game-losing interception in the drill. Not, not a great Kirk Cousins moment. That was the big play of the day.
0: No! Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, a check down. It wasn't oh. even an aggressive throw, just a little, little pop over the middle.
0: Wait, so, so in practice, no pads. You're trying to win the game. What down was it? Do you remember what down it was? Was it fourth down? I think down? it was
1: first or second down. Okay, it was pretty okay. early in the drill. So yeah. he was
0: trying to check it down to move on to the next play. Okay, it wasn't
1: fourth down. Fortunately, okay. it wasn't a check. Down How did he go to Jordan Hicks? Down. Did it
0: bounce off? Did it bounce off the running back or something? Or I think or he didn't he, see the linebacker there. No,
1: he just yeah. I think he either uh, tried to thread it in too tight a window because Madison oh, was covered. So was Madison covered. hooked
0: up but between the linebackers in the middle. Okay, yep. Yeah,
1: I get it. Yep. Um, yeah. Yes. So. Wasn't a great moment, but we so um, were playing some
0: kind of zone dog, I'm guessing, and the linebackers mm-hmm. were in zone and they read it. Yeah, it happens.
1: Yeah, Hicks Dang. was spying the running back. But then, uh, you know who I really liked yesterday? Tristan Jackson, wide mm, receiver. Yeah. He was Out on the Detroit, practice Michigan. squad last year. Yeah, Tristan yep. Jackson. I think he's, he's a guy that's going to be in the mix for that sixth or fifth wide receiver spot. I think people okay. are sleeping on Tristan. Um, we get, there's a lot of guys that, that we like here on. We like Garrett Mogg. We like Thayer Thomas. Yeah. We like Tristan Jackson. We like Jalen Naylor. They're all competing for like two or three spots. It's, it's going to be a spirited competition.
0: Looking forward to training camp. Looking forward to training camp. Now on to question number two. That's question number three on the playbook on the, on the, on the wristband. Sam, we got one minute left. What you got?
1: What you got? What you got? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with this one after speaking with Brevin span Ford yesterday on the show, go back and watch it. Gophers tight end. He talked about the new quarterback, Ethan callie Manis, his first full year as the starter. Mm-hmm. Ron, what is your confidence level? After hearing from Brevin, what's your confidence level, one through 10, in Ethan callie Manis this year?
0: Sam, have you ever seen the movie Friday Night Lights? No. You have not seen Friday Night Lights? No. Have you seen Varsity Blues?
1: Hold on. The movie Friday Night Lights? Yeah, the what's movie... The, with, with the show? Bo-
0: there's a show Friday Night Lights. was a movie with Booby Miles was Friday Night Lights, and then there was also a movie varsity blues Did you see varsity blues
1: no i've seen oh friday night lights goodness. the movie
0: but you have not seen varsity blues so you got to watch varsity blues to understand this reference but the teacher they had a teacher their teacher was a stripper <laughs> and they were high school kids mm-hmm. and their teacher was a stripper they didn't know until they they had a night out at the strip club and their teacher shows up and the the, the offensive lineman he was like i give it a 10 a 10 that's what i'm gonna go sam I give Ethan Manis a 10. After hearing Brevin Spanford talk about Ethan Kallikmanis' confidence and his cockiness almost and his level of walking into a huddle saying, I got this, um, you, you hone in those skills a little bit because you can't teach confidence and cockiness. We know that. We know that. But we you can teach technique and skill. And I think that's what PJ Fleck is about to do with Aiden Kelly Mannis. My confidence right now in him is a 10. I think with Brevin Span mm-hmm. Ford, you got those two transfers that came in. You got Chris Altman Bell. Uh, you got you got Daniel Jackson. I mean, Daniel Jackson is a preseason All American. Or sorry, all Big Ten. Preseason All Big Ten. And you still have Chris altman Bell people forgot about. And you brought in two absolute ballers uh that previously balled out in college to Minnesota. You got four receivers, you got a tight end, you got a running back you got an offensive line. Kellen Carroll, I think, at tackle, is going to have a great year. My confidence level is a 10. I don't know what yours is, though, Sam.
1: Yeah, t- 10, 10 for me is a, a tad high. Um, I'd say more of a 6. I just I haven't okay. seen enough yet. You know, like ESPN ranked the quarterbacks and said incomplete. I think that's where I'm at. He's an incomplete grade. Um, I P.J. Fleck, in the past, he doesn't typically let his kind of young quarterbacks air it out like, mm-hmm. I think PJ likes to lean on the run game. Um, so we'll, we'll see if he kind of lets Ethan let it loose in, in some of these non-conference games early in the season or if they get a big lead, maybe they can kind of take the training wheels off and let him, let him rip. Um, but, yeah, it's a six. It's a little more than average, I think.
0: Well, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Sam, you thought fast and you made the right decision. I took the play out. I added a new play in. I like it. You don't even have a wristband, and you were on it, Sam. That's quick thinking. Instincts. Unlike what Cam Jordan thinks about Kirk Cousins, Sam thinks fast, and he makes the right decision, so he's definitely on the team. Uh, I think fast sometimes, and I make the wrong decision, but I'm still on the team because I'm thinking fast. Uh, slow right decisions, you can still be on the team. You just aren't in Cam Jordan's like, top list of like, people he likes. Uh, I will say this, though. If the Saints were to ever trade, or they have bought in Kirk Cousins, because we know they were looking for a quarterback. Um, they got, what, Derek Carr? If they had reached out and tried to trade for Kirk Cousins, I guarantee Cam Jordan wouldn't be thinking that because he's going to be consistent. He's going to be solid like crazy. And, and the funny thing about it is Michael Thomas still is not fully back yet. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about Stephon Diggs, where's Justin Jefferson, all this other stuff, and you guys are throwing darts, slanderous darts. That's the word of the day, people. It's a wordsy Wednesday, and the word is slander. You're throwing slanderous darts at Kirk Cousins for no reason. Worry about your own team. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. I want to thank you guys for joining us on the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Remember, Amazon Fire, Roku, uh, wherever you, whatever TV device you have, if you can just search Locked On Sports Minnesota, YouTube. If you have an email address, search Locked On Sports Minnesota and subscribe and follow. We need the subscribers and followers. Every time we load a video up, you'll get that. You'll be able to see our videos, all of our shows, our quick reactions, and on social media, three Ron Johnson. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Follow along, all the videos. I love to connect with the fans. I love to connect with the everydayers. So please, we guys thank you again, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. And have a great week, people.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.